think I'm ready to go. I think I'm ready to go. Did you want to start off by having an awesome laugh like you did last time? No, 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 I think I'm good. I think I feel good. Yeah, no, we're good. We're a week out from the haircut, so it looks better than it did last week. Feeling good? Probably. We are live. Facebook. Thank you for joining us. Colin's coming around the corner here because he's the one that always starts the camera. Again, thank you for joining us. That's number two. We're happy to have you here. This is Salt of the Streets, episode 52, live stream pre-show. It's going to be a great fucking show today. Before we go any further, I want to hit all the social medias. Facebook right here. You're watching us live at Salt of the Streets. We have our YouTube at Salt of the Streets that all of our videos go to. So next week, you can find this video and the full episode video on YouTube. We have our personal uh, social medias, Twitter at uh, fucking Salt of the Street, Instagram <laughs> Alpac underscore Donovan is for me. He's a big bird off you on both those things. We have Salt of the Streets, Instagram at Salt of the Streets. We have the YouTube at Salt of the Streets, which I already talked about. I'm pretty sure that that's everything. SaltoftheStreets.com for absolutely everything that we do. The episodes, the blog posts, the audio blog posts, the videos. It's all there. That's it. We're out here. I think that's the last thing. Here's I, this. I even remembered to post uh, um, my Good blog morning, post. Kathy. Morning, Kathy. Yep. I mean, uh, good afternoon. Yeah, because it's it's twelve thirty now. Boom. <laughs> That's all right. We yeah. ride the fine line between the AM and the PM over here. You know what I mean? Yeah, you put your you remember to put your blog post up this week on the website. Uh, finally, so that's always nice. That was pretty good. I listened to it at work yesterday about uh, intersectionality and uh, what you call the culture war. Indeed, that was pretty good. It's, it's a it's a it's a small passion of mine. Yeah, it's it's something that. That we could discuss forever. Um, and it's interesting because it's so subjective, you know. Oh, like yeah. It's, it's so totally based off of your life experience and the people that you know, um, how you view all of these different individual, uh, like you said, kind of intersectional issues, you know, that yeah. deal with race and with, uh, gender, race, gender and yeah, oh, sexual whatever. orientation, uh, education, um, a fiscal standing, you know, all, all this. So all of it. It's, it's very interesting. Um, and they're adding new categories every day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit of big picture stuff today. Um, we are, Zeke actually sent me in some topics. Um, and he told me yesterday that his goal is to discuss things with me um that make me challenge my ideas like he wants to bring something up to me that he thinks that i would shut down immediately okay so far the two things that he's brought up i've been totally in favor of and he thought i was going to be against them so (laughs) so that's always interesting so i'm excited to see how that goes the rest of the time um we are going to talk about a recent joe rogan that came out last week that um tim pool was on he is a for a journalist, what type of journalist? Independent, independent journalist. That's what yeah. I'm trying to think of. An independent journalist. Uh, Jack Dorsey was on there, who's the CEO of Twitter, and um, Vidya Gotti. Which okay, so I listened to a Dave Rubin, who has to do with uh, like personal security and safety um, on Twitter, and it was like banning people and the shit that you can and can't say on Twitter. So I also listened to Tim Pool before we talk about that more and what else we're going to talk about. I listened to Tim Pool on Dave Rubin. Earlier mm-hmm. this week, um, and, oh, I, I haven't and irritated their- the shit out of me. He mispronounced her name the entire time he was on Dave Rubin, which irritated me because I know you know better because you just sat down with her for three and a half hours on Joe Rogan. And now you're purposefully choosing to not correct Dave Rubin because he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And also to say her name incorrectly. How were they saying it? Vija? Yeah. Um, or fucking. 
Because even Joe so, had to yeah. ask at the beginning. But yeah, it, it uh, irritated me that I knew that he knew better because he just smoked her for three and a half hours and choose to mispronounce her name. Oh, so this um, is a more recent episode. Of this came Dave out Rubin? this week okay. that Tim Pool was on there because it was in reaction to the episode of, of Joe Rogan he was on. So they talked about all these Twitter issues and whatnot. Man, right? that makes me feel bad. So I, I haven't know, watched Dave Rubin in so long. I know that he knows better. And that really yeah. irritated me because well, he's just being say, a dick. You know, he's he, just being an asshole. Well, like, he is kind of just a general he is kind of a douche dick. i yeah but there's there's apparently a piece of there is a piece of confetti in my pocket that has been in my my pants since new year's eve wash your pants i do wash my wash pants. your pants these bitch. just came out of the washer like the other day that's so funny happy new year <laughs> so tim pool what were you saying uh tim pool and i'm trying to remember the word he was just trying to use because I've listened to this now for the this is the third time I just almost I got like 18 minutes left in this last yeah. one I've listened to it three times now and Tim Pool has a tendency to pronounce things like uh, and I know he didn't do this here Sheriff uh, Sheriff yeah the Sheriff yes Sheriff what the hell is a Sheriff it's a weird? Sheriff it's a Sheriff it's like advertisement and advertisement so industry so that might just be his thing. He just pronounces things weird, maybe. I, I guess know. I can't recall him saying her name on Joe Rogan's podcast, so maybe he didn't like couldn't pronounce it and that's why he didn't. But he just but he I missed know, it right off the But front. I know that like, he well, knows that it's oh, well. different. You know, and even if yeah. he says it differently when Dave Rubin says it incorrectly, he should tell him that that's not how it is. Yeah, um, this is true. <clears throat> anyway, that was a personal issue. So we're going to talk about that um <laughs> We're going to talk about the anti-bigotry resolution that just passed in the House of Representatives earlier oh. this week. Um, I know Colin culture loves, war. I know Colin loves that. We are going to talk about House Bill 1638, That's which right. is a local Washington State piece of legislation that we talked about in episode 48 a couple weeks ago. Um, but we're going to talk about it again this week. It has to do with removing the personal Exemption. uh, exemptions from vaccinating your children in order for them to go into public school and daycares and shit like that. So we're going to go ahead and discuss that um, because someone actually asked me about that at the weed store yesterday. Interesting. Um, when I dropped off the business cards there and I was just telling the woman about like, you know, what the podcast is about and this is what we do. Well, like, oh, well, have you guys talked about, you know, the new bills going to do this? I said, mm-hmm. so we did talk about it. You know, she asked what I felt and I said, without giving too much away, um, that I, Personally, I'm in favor of vaccinating your children because I think that exists for a reason. I said, but the yeah. libertarian part of my soul cannot stand anybody, especially the government, telling me what I have to put in my child or my own body. Yeah, you know that gets weird because to to steal a line from Alex Jones, you know they're they're putting stuff in the water. They're making the fucking frogs gay. You know what happens if you have an, a a bad actor that pumps the vaccines full of I don't know. It's unrealistic. Well, and it's but. especially difficult because it's something that I agree with. You yeah. Know? Like, it's not like it's something that I wholly disagree with anyway. So I'm like, well, fuck that as a whole. I'm like, well, I think this is a good thing because I think people should be doing this anyway, you know? But, like, you, like you can't force intelligence on people you know like you can't make them not be ignorant and this is kind of what that is like well if you're not going to educate yourself we're just going to make you do it anyway you know, you know i have this new thing that i say just about once a week if not more so why can't we just why can't you fix stupid nothing to do about it why can't we fix stupid i wish i could fix stupid on you know everyday 
Everyday matters. But, yeah. But we'll uh, we'll get into all the, the nuanced discussion of that coming up. Yes. Um, and then I have something I want to bring up about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I got some good pop culture, some stuff that I was watching last week, earlier this week. I watched, like, The Twilight Zone from 63 a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, I watched Jeffrey Dahmer. I watched The Terminators. <laughs> so I want to talk about some movies like that. Um, I did play... I watched two of the Terminators. Um, these are movies I've watched over the last couple weeks, like not just this week. So I was like, dude, um, no, how no. did you do that? No. Um, I want to talk about Colin Kaepernick in sports because I want to, we've talked about Colin Kaepernick numerous times, but mm-hmm. after watching the shop this morning, right? And they were talking about. Colin Kaepernick. I the shop being LeBron James's. Yes, yes. Sorry. So the shop is a show that LeBron James does on HBO, where he has comedians on there. There are athletes on there. Um, there are musicians on there. Like Drake has been on there. Meek Mill was on there on the episode that Antonio Brown was on. Uh, Jamie Fox was on there this last week. So I was watching that show, and they were talking about Colin Kaepernick, and I wanted to clarify my position on Colin Kaepernick, right? Because okay. I feel that I have been. Not that I don't stand by the things that I've said in the past because I very much feel that way, but I feel as though I have come off very harsh and it seems like I don't like him at all and maybe I don't support what he's doing and I don't feel that way. You know oh. what I'm saying? So I would like to kind of give it a bigger roundabout and clarify um, exactly how I feel about Colin Kaepernick, what I do and do not agree with about what he did um, and the situation that he found himself in. So want to talk about that. Um before we go any further, though, I need you to tell everybody what you ate today before we started this show, just so that they know that they're going to get a full show out of you. I'm not, not going gonna, down. Yeah, we're not going to lose you halfway. Hey, you were the one that almost had a heart attack the other day, okay? Come on now. <laughs> uh, no, I had a, uh, a homemade breakfast today of uh, some delicious southern, southwestern-style hash browns with, like, the jalapenos and peppers and stuff like that. Nice. Uh, sauteed those up real, real good nice. and some uh, some. Irish gold butter. You ever had the Irish gold butter? You have it's told like, me about it. I remember it, there was one day where Carolina came home from grocery shopping. Either after we did the pre-show, there was we weren't recording yet for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and someone had accidentally... <clears throat> before I welcome everybody who just walked in... Um, she had come home accidentally with margarine, and you guys were like, "No, we don't eat that shit. Like, I don't want that." Blah, oh yeah, blah, blah. I ain't touching and that. And so then you went on about, "No, we don't fuck with that. Like, why well, only fuck with this uh, fucking real Irish butter? butter like that's this right. real shit. It comes in a roll. It comes like wrapped in gold or some shit. Like that's oh yeah. Like that's the only There's butter a gold that I fuck with. Bar. Yeah, and so that's the only time I ever heard of that. But but I have heard of your Irish butter. You swear by it, right? I you do. Swear that it's that it's it is the butteriest butter. Ever. It's better than but like... But again, uh, unless you're baking, you have to use salted butter. Okay? This is coming from a guy who has, has spent most of my adult life in the the culinary field. You think that you're supposed to be cooking with salted butter, not yes. unsalted butter. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Because you get more of the flavor. It just pops. You know, it makes that butter pop. You Interesting. Know. But anyways, hash browns. With that gold, sweet, delicious butter. Like some, some home fries, right? Like cut up potatoes? No, this is like the shredded kind. Word. Yeah. What's better in your mind? We're just going to make this whole food so, show. So I like my hash browns, breakfast potatoes of any kind super crispy. 
um, but like soft on the inside. Yes, you know, like, like that's mashed what, potatoes on the inside. Yeah, yeah, with it's a crust. It's on very it. important to me. Yes. Um, so you have good taste. I so I like hash browns when they're done well. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times you'll even go out to breakfast and be like, "Yeah, can I have hash browns?" But can I have them fucking crispy? Like, I don't want you to burn them, but I want them to crunch, you know? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, totally. And then you get some shit that's like... It's like some soggy mess. It's browned. And you're like, well, fuck me, because I really don't want these. Like, this is gross, <laughs> you know? And I don't like when you bite into a home fry and the shit is hard in the middle. Nope. You know? Like, you... There needs to be uniformity to get the... It's it's, it's a whole deal. So... But you are um, describing... The way you are actually hash browns are supposed to be, though. That is, yes. that is good. You have yes. great taste in hash browns. So, Let me just say this. Um, in, <laughs> in a perfect world, I would probably go with like home fries, like some diced up potatoes yeah. that are, that are fried and nice and crispy on the outside. Bigger chunks or smaller? Um, you want like the bigger, like say like quarter size. <clears throat> so my mom actually shout out mom. She sometimes will just slice them into like discs. Oh, you know, and that's heat. Um, cause that that's is... how it's done at like at the oak table too. They do that too. Yes. And that's fire. So shout out mom because the round yeah. hash browns, that's the way to do it. Um, is if you just slice a potato, it's Dude. almost like a, so this is going to be Dude, one of the shout out Kathy. You know what is, you are doing. This is one of the deep cooking terms that I know, right? It's almost like a Hasselbeck potato. Ooh. Right, you know what I'm talking about, Ooh. like you know what I'm saying. So clap, you, clap, yes, clap, clap, like clap. You, for those who don't know, right? So you take a potato and you slice it, but not all the way. Like it's still mm-hmm. held together at the bottom, and then you toss like seasonings and flour and shit in between all the layers, and then you fucking bake it, and it's all delicious. And then oh, it's so good, yeah, so, so good. <laughs> so that's 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 if I had to way. pick it, yeah, it would be round. Round potatoes. Very nice. What, what should we call those? Um, just call them Kathy style. Just Kathy, Kathy style. style yeah. I want hash browns, Kathy style. Kathy style. Yeah, they're bomb. Um, yeah, she's got a good name for like a uh, like a, a term like that. Yeah, Kathy style. <laughs> Is that how you did them this morning, or were they? Oh no, no, they were the shredded. Dude, ones. Shredded kind. Did you make them yourself, or were they out of a bag? Oh, they're out of the bag. Come Jordan, on, Jordan, I don't got time for that. I got a podcast to do on Saturday. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan made them fresh one time like that. It takes fucking forever. Yes, because you have to like shred it up and then wet them and then wring out the potatoes and then like let them dry. You have to get all the yep. starch out of it, you know, or else oh, it yeah. stick. It was really good though. She made one big one and then we just cut it up like oh, yeah, yeah, slices. Yeah, yeah. That's and a good that, way to do it. That was the way to go. Because if you don't have we have like a skillet now and that would definitely be easier. But oh, when you're yeah. just doing it on a pan, you know, you almost have to just do a round. Like, that's what I usually just one make a large little, hash brown. Yep. That's what I do. Just cut it in half. Like I got, when, I got <laughs> a, a small pan that's perfect. It's like yeah. the perfect size for it. Like a like a cheap oven pizza, you know, like a Totino's pizza. That's like, a <laughs> like when you eat it, you don't cut it in a slice. You just cut it in half and you just like eat the halves. You know no, what I'm saying? No. Quarters you, at the most. You fold it. You just fold it like, it a, like, a, like a pizza That's taco. the way I do it. Yeah. With those little tiny, tiny, what were they? To, totinos or Tostinos? The there was like a specific brand that you so did there's it with. so there's like a Totinos pizza that's like this big. I'm mm-hmm. interested. Please, everybody, tell us in the comments how you would eat a Totinos pizza because I just, that's what we do. We just sliced them in half and you just need to have pizza. So okay. Totinos pizza is like this big, but then there's like like this big. Then there's like a Red Baron pizza yes. that comes in like a little tray almost. Yeah, it's like a, almost like a deep dish. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Pepperoni. And yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's like that's like this big. And those 
Those are bomb. You could. Dude, they best, are deep dish. Best that would be show too. ever. By the way. <laughs> That's how I you still do haven't that. even finished what I told you. What I Morgan ate said for taco style. Taco yes. style on the Totino's Thank pizza. You, Morgan. That's what, <clears throat> Ginger yeah. Ninja. She knows what's what's yes. up, man. Taco style, and that does seem like the easiest way because there's not enough anything on a Totino's pizza for it to fall out. You know, like it's all no, like no. It's, it, because it's so cheap that everything is right there. But this like is a, why you fold in a taco. It's literally yeah. designed to do that. But it like a Red Baron sense. pizza, Red Baron pizza has like actual sauce on it, you know, instead of just like a layer of red oh, paste. Yeah. Like it's like it's like actual sauce. So if you were it's to fold it, to like pizza, shit might fall out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how a, like how a hot pocket should be, you know, like a hot pocket would be even better if it was actually full of shit instead of like halfway full of stuff. When was the last uh, time you even had a hot pocket? Yeah. I Can you even recall no. the last time you had a hot pocket? It was probably like 2007. So hot pockets now <laughs> are miles better than they used to be. If you don't already know, <laughs> they're like not that I'm trying to advocate for like the well, no, that's, you know, that the makes consumption me happy of a hot pocket, but it's 2019. You'd think they could do better than they did like 10 years ago, right? Yeah. You know, because what is a hot pocket other than like a technologically advanced food product? Yeah. You know, there's always ways to make improvements on that. On real food. (laughs) Shawnee said she eats some taco style too. And also, do you remember last week when we talked about Tommy John's? Yes. So I got a homeboy named Eric. Shout out Eric. He's watching right now that I went to school with. He said that, um, (laughs) he also said the hot pockets are the dream. Um, he said that he listened to last week when we talked about Tommy John's and that we were spot on when we talked about players coming back better than they were before. Yeah. After having Tommy John's. That's good to know. So that is a, it's a thing that that's happening now. Um, so he said the hot pockets are dank, right? They are heat because, you are correct that they used to be shit. Like they were terrible, but they have redone. There was a whole campaign about it. I can't believe, but you must have been like, well, on the I East haven't Coast. had like cable or right. anything. So you like must that. have not even I don't have see some, commercials. I don't there was nothing. A, whole campaign about the crust is now like a garlicky fucking like it tastes better you know the shell is actually like good now Ooh. and then there's more actual pepperoni in there instead of the little square chunks of pepperoni like it's actual oh, slices of I, pepperoni I like the there. square chunks well and there that's in there but too but good. i mean there's actual pepperoni in there now that's too. good so they are they are miles better than they were 10 years ago that's good that i promise you Still not going to eat one. And you know, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll buy you some hot pockets for your birthday, just there so you, you can, so you can see what's up. Um, is, I feel like the only way I would ever want to eat a hot pocket is just the pizza kind, though, because they make a bunch of different kinds, don't they? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I feel like at that point it's just like got... it's like a fake fast food calzone. Yeah. That I'm, you know, I'll eat. I might try that one. Yeah, we'll say that. Eric said he added it you know, five miles per hour. To his throwing speed after Tommy Jones. So Eric had Tommy Jones surgery? That's what I said. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had it. So that's, he said that we were correct exactly. about that. And he said that he added about five miles per that's hour so to his crazy. throw after Tommy Jones. And that's just because, what were we, like the tendon they the put tendon in there that's replaced is bigger is, and is stuff? stronger, yeah, than the one that's in there before. Yeah. So it's just, it's a higher quality. That's some crazy, like, human hybrid advancing surgery, man. Yeah. It's like plastic surgery that could be beneficial, not just and that's, superficial. I've, I have heard, like, obviously not enough for it to be a problem now because people are still having it. Like, pros are still having Tommy Jones coming back. But it's, yeah. it is, I have heard it discussed before that it's, you know, not that it's like, well, that's unfair, you know, but it's starting to edge in the realm of, you know, something not. And like at a in, professional in, in, level, 
Yes. Five a, miles a, a an hour can, can be huge. Make a big difference. Yeah. Exactly. I could see that, you know, probably not so much for the people that just can't throw 100 miles an hour. But if it's but making those the difference people, between 95 and 100, that's yeah, a big difference. That's a game you know? changer at that point. Or between 100 and 105. You it know, could like mean the difference between like having a good career and then having a Hall of Fame career. Incredible career. Yeah. Yeah. That's legit. And I think that that's very interesting, you know, because it it's obviously not taking steroids because it's something that's like, if your elbow's fucked up, you got to have Tommy John's, you know, like you got to get yeah. your elbow repaired. But it's either that or you just, your elbow's screwed. Or you can't play anymore. Yeah. yeah. And it certainly makes more sense for a team to want to pay for you to get your arm fixed than to waste. You know, like I said, if you're in your second week of a 13 year contract, like, you know, like they signed last week. And you have to have Tommy John's. It yeah. makes way more sense for them to pay for you to have surgery yeah, definitely. than to just be like, all right, well, yeah. you know, we'll so play just, you until you can't play anymore, and then we'll yeah. you can just retire. Like, and it makes me wonder. Yeah, like is that something that you might have to look at for for making like a uh, you said a performance enhancing you know I don't right. le- I don't know rule law I don't know what they call them in there it's yeah. just rules or regulations um, or whatever. Yeah, I mean it has it's, it has to do with like a. Uh, it's just a policy against performance enhancing drugs that they would have. Um, <clears throat> so since some colleges actually look for guys that have already had a Tommy John, so they mm-hmm. don't have to have it later. Well, yeah, I mean, it's done. It's done. Yeah. Bigger, stronger, faster than you were before. It just takes a while to recover from it. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. All right. Time to create a new league of superhuman MLB players. Yeah. M- M- MLB major. What major, does MLB stand for? Major, major league, league baseball. baseball. Yeah. And then, so it's MLB, NBA, National, National Basketball Association, Association National NFL, Football League, yep. NHL, National Hockey League. Yep. There you go. <laughs> you why do I why that. did I feel like I had to go make sure I can I knew every single one of those? Eric, do you happen to know how well, of course you know, how long did it take you personally to recover from uh Tom Jones? We got someone else who's asking how long the recovery time is and I didn't look oh, it up yeah. last time, but um so we'll wait around another minute, see if we can't get that answer out, Eric. I'm sure we can. Um, yeah, I wonder what, uh, you know how Joe Rogan talks about, you know, injury recovery a whole lot? Yes. You know, I wonder if you can combine Tommy John's with like some stem cell therapy to increase your rehabilitation time. That's interesting. I wonder. Do you know? That'd um, be a conversation. Todd Gurley's having some stem cell therapy. Oh. Um, and I think on his knee. Seems to be something that like I hear a lot of good things about. Yeah. You know, I've never looked into the numbers, but just... I hear a lot of good things about it. Yeah. But. Eric says that his recovery time was about nine months before he was throwing again, but a year until he was actually pitching again. Yeah. So it takes time to, once you can time. throw, now you have to try to get back to where you were that's, throwing. Yeah. Well, that's similar to, that's similar to like an ACL chair. You know, yeah. like if you fuck your ACL, it's going to be replaced. And, well, and that's, I got to imagine the, whatever, I don't remember what, what we called it, but whatever tendon that is, is similar to, you know, yeah. the same idea to to what your ACL would be in your knee. You know, it, it's pretty yeah, right? structurally Cause important because some people like there are some people who tear their ACL and go down because they can't fucking walk. And there's some people yeah. who tear their ACL and don't ever know about it. Like, really? They, yes, that's totally possible that you can tear your ACL and have no fucking idea. That's weird. that's a thing. And some people have torn ACLs and walk around with it. Like it doesn't. It just I have depends. Never heard of that. That's totally a thing. That's like, nuts. Yeah. That is a thing. Um, I talked to Ryan at work about it and like the guy, a dude who works at my bank, he had, he has like a, 
40% ACL tear or something like that. And he's like, I just don't have the money to get it fixed. He's like, I just don't play community basketball anymore because I can't, like, I can't run around. Yeah. So that's, that is a thing, um, that happens. So I think that's very interesting. And it takes, if you're playing in the NFL, you tear your ACL. It's going to be a year before you're back on the field playing. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, and so that, that could be a possible career ender. Yeah. But if for this Tommy Depending John on surgery, age, you know, is that something now that you might actually be, be able to come back and demand a little bit more money? Yeah. Because now you're going to be 5% better. Well, and that's. Maybe. And when you tear your ACL, you don't come back better. Like, you're at risk of tearing it again. Yeah. You know, like, it's not... Um, so, it's 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 essentially the same type of thing, but you actually come out on top this time. Could yeah. be a game changer, man. The ulnar collateral ligament. They took piece of my left calf muscle to replace it. Ooh. So, they took part of his left calf and put that... So, it's a muscle, then, instead of a ligament, if I'm oh. understanding this correctly. <clears throat> that wouldn't either way you're talking about unless a, it's a ligament out of his left calf one of a, those things but unless you're talking about something yeah if, it, if it's like a muscle or something like that could be different but if it's like a tendon yeah you're talking about supporting a part of your weight. area yeah the an area of your body that is so much more stronger <clears throat> well and this part particular dude eric is one of the larger dudes i've ever known in my life oh um, yeah like he was always the person that was larger than me in school like he's probably your height but like my build plus more like and it just in absolute just yeah just mountain an, an of enormous flesh. yeah no he's just a huge should have been an dude. nfl um, player and his mom oh my god his mom his mom sits in front of nikki at work Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the largest, like one of the largest dudes I've ever met that isn't a professional athlete or a wrestler or something like he's just mm-hmm. a guy. That's his mom. One of the littlest ladies I've ever met. Like, like as little yeah, as my mom. Yeah, she yep. is tiny. Yep. That's, that's so there you so go. Funny. That's, that's how you know. You've probably seen this kid before and just, I think I have. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, that's him. Very nice. <clears throat> so now I have a, uh, out, a, a face to the, uh, to the name. <laughs> that's, there you go. Mm. Well, how long are we doing on this pre-show? We've just been rolling. We yeah, might have to. We are to- sitting at 25 minutes. That is about it because I got to get out of here. I got to be home at four today. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. I don't want to shout out all of you because I don't want to show your personal information about Eric and my mom and them because we talked about you. Whoop, whoop. Thank you guys for joining us. Morgan, everybody, go get yourself a Tortino's pizza. Eat it fucking taco style. It's going to be great. You can find us on all these social media is here. Salt of the street for me on Twitter. Uh, at Big Bird Offy for him on Twitter and That's on right, Instagram. Baby. And then I'm alpaca underscore Don on Instagram. Salt of the streets on Instagram. Salt of the streets on Facebook where you're at right here. YouTube at Salt of the streets. Salt of the streets.com for fucking everything. Thank you. Check out the episode on Monday. Peace out. Have a good day. Drink you a beer. Thanks for the bag, mom. <laughs>